Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. This is Mark Hyde. And Chris Fuller. And on today's episode of Real Talk Christian, we are asking the question of should we obey worldly authority, such as police, local, state, federal figures, and abide by what they say, and it is ever the right time to go against those governing authorities. Fuller, you ready for this one, buddy? Let's go. Let's go. Bro, <laughs> you're like, the mic, the uh, mic picked me up dancing. Mike. Hot mic. <laughs> Dude, this song is a bop, bro. Wow. Like, this That's, song is a bop. That was pretty good, Mark. Oh, goodness. Well, we are back for another edition, rendition, hey, special feature. Exactly. The video hopefully is actually working this week. You know, we went back and we previewed <sighs> the video from last week before we released it, and uh, we had tried a couple new things and it was very glitchy. We had a lot of technical issues with it. And yep. so we forewent the video last week, which is why you guys did not see a so video. Sad. I'm it's sorry. so sad. But the content's still there. It's the conversation there. was good. Talking about that coffee mug Christianity. Coffee mug Coffee Christianity. mug Christianity. Well, today's conversation, before we get into it though, will <sighs> never end up on a coffee mug. Well, actually, no, there's people who have, who have mask and other things where it's like i'm only wearing this because i don't want to pay a fine but you know whatever Class but, B you felony. know you know this is not necessarily something we're going to put on coffee mug right but. right yeah but uh, it's an interesting topic which is um very in our face in this time period that we are in right now especially yep. here in indiana at time of recording i mean the uh, monday law just went into effect of this past week yeah this past week of recording uh the last week of july is when we're recording this um but it was mandatory mask in public. Yep. And if not, it was a class B felony up to a thousand dollar fine. Originally it was class B, but I think they removed the class B felony because some lawyers said it was unconstitutional, which I totally agree with. Which it was. I mean, a hundred percent was, but you know, but that's, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about coffee. <laughs> we're, you know, we're going to, we're going to just show, and actually neither one of us drink coffee. We're not drink coffee at night because it's way too butt late. It's yeah, it's, Past both of our bedtimes. I got 30 minutes until my brain turns to mush. Yeah. 1030 so, when 1030. So we got to jump right mush. in before we turn. Mine turned into mush an hour ago. So, I mean, you know. That makes a lot more sense. It is. It is what it is. That but, makes a lot more sense. But what we're drinking tonight is tea brought to you by Lipton. Oh, sorry. No, brought to you by Meyer. I think, no, mine was Oh, yours is Lipton. Lipton. Mine's Lipton. Lipton. My Meyer brand. Mine's Paul Lipton. Lindgren, this is for you, our pa- fellow buddy who only drinks tea. Well, decaffeinated tea. Oh, well, and it has mine's to be, decaf. Yours isn't. Mine's not. I'm sorry. But, Paul, this is for you. And I... I Speaking of Paul, he's like, he's messaging me right now. Marco Polo, it just popped up on my phone. I love it. So, so. whenever I make tea, I never put sugar in it because I don't think about it. But mm. you're like, dude, you're an idiot. Put sugar in it. You drink sweet tea. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Bro, this is a good cup. I'm telling you, man. I'm I, drinking that pomegranate blueberry look, tea. You didn't believe me with the K-I, coffee. Say I, whatever. I don't know. You didn't believe me with the coffee, and I turned you. You didn't believe me with the tea, and I turned you. <laughs> Moral of the story. Look, listen to Fuller the fat kid. Is right. Listen to the fat kid. <laughs> when it's about food. But uh, yeah, Mark, let's. Uh, do we have any reviews today? Nope. Nope. No new reviews. No new reviews. No well, new, I mean, the last we're, one. we're early into season two, but. Yeah, uh, we're season two, guys. Definitely need to uh, up, up the review game, listeners. If you have not left us a review on iTunes, do that now. 
Pause us. We are waiting. Pause it. We will give you a, a, a short silence section to pause us right now to go and to uh, leave us a review. All right, that's good. I say, I'm like, I'm like, how long are we gonna hold this out? That, that's good enough. <laughs> I was like, what's like, about to happen? You're like, what? Really? All right, that's it. We're turning. Oh, okay, they're back. Never We're mind. back. Sorry. We're that was with you. that was a joke. So no, but if you wouldn't mind re- leaving us a review, uh, help us get into the it, ears man. and the eyes now of future listeners. And we'd be internally grateful until we're dead. But let's dive into this topic, man, that's very prevalent in today's society. Yeah, set it up, man, because this is on your heart. We talk about, you know, how we talk about, we talk about how we talk about about faith, culture, and society. Well, here we go. This this kind of encompasses all three, faith, culture, and society. And they've all come to a head. And they have. So we're talking about uh, should we obey and how much should we obey worldly what we call worldly it's not not, it's not centered. S- sinful worldly it's like actually like world governing like your mayors figures. your your mayors your your governors your, your congress senate police, for us in america you know parliament congress right whatever wherever you're whatever. at th- those that are in a, a a position over us to make things that impact us laws and stuff like that or like for us here in america for our listeners that aren't here in america uh, our police, you know, how, how we, they're an authority over us. Mm-hmm. That's a little different for us because we gave them the authority, <laughs> like they're employed by us and we gave them that authority to govern us. So, which is very interesting. So to think about. just to set it up, I just want to kind of, uh, this is just, I mean, there's not, there's not that many notes. I didn't put down many notes because I wanted it to be a conversational piece, but I wanted to start off with reading Romans one uh, 13, 1 through 7. Mm-hmm. I need some Bible reading music. I need some of <laughs> just, that. Some Bible like, reading. Ah, ah, ah. So uh, it says, Every person is to be in subjection to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God. Huh? <laughs> Every person is to be in subjection to the governing authorities, period. For there is no authority except from God, and those which exist are established by God. That's talking about your governing authorities. Therefore, whoever resists authority has opposed the ordinance of God, and they who have opposed will receive condemnation upon themselves. For rulers are not a cause of fear for good behavior, but for evil. Do you want to have no fear of authority? Do what is good, and you will have praise from the same. For it is a minister of God to you for good. But if you do not, uh, if you do what is evil, be afraid, for it does not bear. For huh? I'm sorry, I got lost. For it does not bear the sword for nothing, for it is a minister of God, an avenger of, of an avenger who brings wrath on the ones who practice evil. Therefore, it is necessary to be in subjection, not only because of wrath, but also for conscience' sake, for because of this. You also pay taxes for rulers and servants of God, devoting themselves to this very thing. Render to all what is due them, tax to whom taxes due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. So that's kind of a kind of a 
long That's a long one, dude. I'm getting my stuff queued up. I'm about ready to go. And and I'm not going to lie. My eyes are kind of going blurry there for a little bit because it is kind of late at night of time of recording. But, um, so yeah, Mark, what do you, uh, what do you take from that scripture right there, buddy? That's, Going right uh, at that, it. that's, yeah, let's just dive right into it. And you know, this is one of those thoughts where, um, oh, that's really funny that you can see the camera in that angle too, from this view. That's really funny. Um, oh yeah, you definitely can. Oops. I must've bumped it, but, uh, um, yeah, either way, go it's ahead. fine. Go, it's fine. Go ahead. Um, I'll, I'll take care of this, aw, this technical difficulty. You. So, um, I do want to say this is something that we're still processing. Like this is not necessarily something that we're concrete on. So as you're listening to this conversation, just understand that we're processing this too. Like we're still figuring things out. So hopefully you're thinking about this conversation while we think about it too. But you know, right off the bat though, Fuller with, with this, at least this part of the conversation, it's pretty clear that God puts authorities over our lives. And if we are to obey God, we are need to obey our authorities. And it flat out right there says, whoever resists authority has opposed the ordinance of God and they receive condemnation by themselves. In other words, God's like, if you don't obey the leaders I put over you, right. you're disobeying me. Right, exactly. Which gets hard because you look at, you know, when people were telling um, the apostles, like Peter, like, stop preaching Jesus. They're like, well, that's good. We fear God more than you, so we're not going to stop preaching Jesus. So you right. see that with Paul. The early church, I mean, the early church started as a, originally it was a, it was connected to Judaism. Until the Jewish people were like, nah, you, you ain't with us either, bro, because you follow Jesus. You have the same, like, you follow the same God of the Old Testament, but not Jesus. Right. And then all of a sudden, Christianity went underground. Not underground, but, like, there's a lot of underground things, like the catacombs. They met in the catacombs. And, well, the, the, the two well and, that, and that was a lot to, to avoid persecution. Exactly. But the governing authority said, you, gotta, you can't worship God. The only God you can worship is Caesar. And they were like, eh, no, we're not going to do that. So at what point... Is it okay to disobey authorities? Because the scripture is stupid clear. Pay taxes to those to whom you owe taxes. Follow the authorities God put in over your life because God put them there. Right. Or be subject to condemnation and wrath. Like, it's pretty clear. Yeah. Right, yeah. It's very clear. But then we also um, can look at the story of Rad... Rad what, what is it? Rashak, Meshach, and Abednego. Shad, right, Meshach, and Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Rack Shack and Benny. Rack Shack and Benny. Rack Shack and Benny. Vegetables. <laughs> um, but how a statue was erected from, uh, you know, was it gold or from brass? Gold. I think gold. Uh, of, of the King Nebuchadnezzar and how they were all commanded to bow down and worship and, and Rack Shack and Benny. That's easier for me to say. Uh, said, no, we, we only bow down to one and that's that's God. That's mm-hmm. that's the Lord. And so they, they went against the governing authority, Mark. So, I mean, how does how does that work if if we're told in Romans not to go against it? But, you know, we see evidence throughout the Bible several times over Daniel praying when nobody should be praying except to Xerxes. Was it, no, Xerxes? No, it wasn't Xerxes. Darius. It was like, yeah, Darius. There we go. Um, yeah, that's another VeggieTale one. So It actually is. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I mean, we see it, it's riddled throughout the Bible of when Christians and, and people of faith and people of God have gone against the governing authority so what what really causes us to to know when we should obey and when we should not obey and okay so i think the only way we can answer that is looking at scripture um you know let's go let go um because you see daniel i mean right. uh, shadrach meshach and abednego it was right. you will worship this like no we're going to worship god daniel is like you you can only pray to darius 
And he's like, no, I, I only pray to Yahweh. Right. Um, you see in the New Testament when they said, stop preaching Jesus, they're like, no, we are going to always, always preach Jesus, whether you right. tell us or not. Well, we even saw it with the uh, with the ride of Jesus into Jerusalem when the Pharisees told Jesus, hey, tell your disciple to shut up. And Jesus is like, if, they are, if they're quiet, even the stones themselves will cry out. I mean, right. that's, that's a big so thing. So every time we see this where the governing authorities have been defied is when it comes to who will you worship? Who are you worshiping? Right. You know, and... Um, and this is where the conversation kind of comes to a head, though, because, you know, we see in the early church, Christianity was outlawed, but the Christians gathered secretly and before the sun rose. Right. And in these, they actually would worship in these considered spooky places that the Romans didn't, the Romans didn't go into the yeah. catacomb. So that's what it's so like. The Christians were like, we ain't scared of the dead. They dead. Let's go. And for people that don't know what a catacomb is, the it's, tomb. it's an, yeah, it's an underground grave. That's what it is. And it's open. Yeah. Like it's like, there's just bodies there. Yeah, right. And so, but the Romans have a lot of the smell. Oh, geez. Maybe worse than like, poopy diapers, like man. rotting flesh. Well, they would do something to preserve it. I think though. Right. Yeah, but, I mean, but come on, it's rotting flesh. How much can you, I mean, there's only so much for breeze. That's right. That's true. <laughs> that's, especially back in the day right um but you'd see the christians like they would go down there because the romans wouldn't go down there because of superstition and right. christians like we serve the god of the living not the dead so right. they're th those are just nasty rotten bodies that'd right. be cool so you see them openly defying the roman government to gather together and um this is where the conversation hits because right now we're in covid season um you know people thought it was only gonna be two weeks and then a month and now it's we're end of july i mean Time of recording, I mean, not time, but yeah, time of recording. But now it's August when we're listening to this. Right. And I mean, who knows what's going to happen in the next three weeks? We don't know. Everything's been changing week to week. And at what point do we as Christians have the right to question our authority? Because that's what the difference between, you know, Americans have that ability over like if you have a king or whatever who could literally say, well, that's fine. You disagree with me. There goes your head. Um, right. And so Americans, we have the right for freedom and you know, don't tread on me, and it's funny, my body, my choice, and all these different things, and I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying a lot of Americans will have this. Right. But when it comes to COVID, and we're told you can't worship in a church anymore, mm. and there's pastors, specifically, you know, just this past week, um, the 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 big pastor, John MacArthur, you may have heard him or not, he's down in the, the valley. Um, Grace to you, uh, wrote amazing commentaries, great expositor. Disagree with them on a lot of things, but that's okay. Um, hey, we're all humans. None of us are perfect. Says Jesus, but you know. What? Like, Jesus Jesus didn't say he was, none of us were perfect. Well, yeah, I, I said guess. besides he, he yeah, was perfect. Right. Perfect sacrifice. Right, right, right. You know, but whatever. But but so John MacArthur, you know, the government of California says we have to, we're going to limit the amount of services. There's no singing in service. Now, they didn't say canceling church, but they put a massive limit on it. No singing. No, this and MacArthur, for lack of a better word, gave the middle finger to the California government. I, I still don't get the no singing thing. Like, what's the difference between singing and talking? Because you project it even harder and faster. Because you're projecting more. But so that's what it's the mask is for, right? Six feet. Isn't that what the mask is for? That's well, what they some keep places, everybody. but some places do say worship with a mask it's too. Like you can sing with a mask on, but people don't, and people on stage and whatever. So they just said no singing, which has been happening over in Germany. Um, SoCal, it's been put into rule for a while now. Like it's been right. there for a while. Um, uh, a former worship pastor uh, of, of Southside, Brendan right. Proud, is back now in SoCal, and their church flat out said, we're defying the no sing order. Like, we're going to sing because we're going to worship God. You're telling us to not worship God anymore, so we're going to do it. But MacArthur pretty much said, 
Um, yeah, we're not restricting our gatherings. We're still doing this. We're doing this. And then he didn't just say we're doing this, but he actually put it like he put it back onto the governor and basically said, stay in your lane. He flat out said, stay in your lane. Um, the quote goes, um, the state government has no right to interfere with church matters in a way that undermines or disregards God-given authority of pastors and elders. Um, we cannot and will not um, basically bow down to government-imposed mandatory about our weekly worship gatherings or other gatherings. Compliance would be disobedience to our Lord's commands. So this is the question that a lot of pastors are wrestling with because there's pastors like MacArthur who say, no, we're going to disobey it. And then you have other pastors, like another big one that— made the news as Andy Stanley, they right. make a church North point said, we're not meeting until 2021. Wow. Like we're just not going to do it. And he says, clarity in the time of uncertainty is, is actually better since we know what we're going towards. But Andy Stanley, they still live stream their services. Right. They encourage small gatherings. They just had a baptism service this past Sunday, which is super right. cool. Um, but you know, you got these two opposite spectrum specifically with COVID and they're like, no, this one's like, no, we're going to obey our governing authorities. Us as Southside, we're like, yes, we're going to obey to the best that we can. That's why we right. canceled worship service when they dropped the gatherings below 10. We're like, you know what? We can still worship together. We can still gather. Live, because we have live stream. We do. And the church is more than just a building. It's more than right. just a worship service. But then there's other sides. And a lot of these are more your reformed sides of churches where they want to, they're like, no, no, the entire worship gathering revolves around the table, the Lord's Supper communion. And if you don't do that, you don't have corporate singing, you don't have reading the scripture, there's no point in a live but, stream because but, that's not what church is. But when did when did it ever say in scripture that church was a gathering of more than five people or it doesn't people? say anywhere. The well, Bible just says don't forsake these. It says don't forsake other. the assembly and where two or more are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst, right? Right. Yep. Those are the scriptures that we have to go by. Right. So I get that we all like our big corporate gatherings, mm-hmm. but there may come a time where our corporate gatherings are outlawed and you can defy and go to jail. And what's that going to do for the kingdom? And there are churches doing that. Like and, the, a church in Chicago, the cops blocked the entrance in the parking lot so that people would stop going to this church. Right. I think a lot of it has to do with um, we as Americans. Uh, Cause I read an article the other day that says the only problem in the world that people have with wearing masks is in, in America. Everybody else is like being compliant with wearing the masks, including every, including the churches and every country. in other countries. It's just in America that we're defiant, and that's because we are a proud nation. We are a very prideful nation. We are proud, and we are, the whole "Don't tread on me." I mean, we're if you're a patriot, don't tread on me. Don't tread on my rights. Don't tread on any of this. Um, but as a Christian, at what point do we say, "All right, I'm compliant," and then at what point do we say? Don't tread on me. And I think there there is a breaking point. And again, Mark and I are are, are still fleshing this out ourselves. This is a new dynamic for every Christian in America in this generation. Uh, but I think it's at the point of when the government is asking you to sin. So it says, don't forsake the assembly. But there was no number given. But we know that Christ is in the midst if there's two or more. Right. So I think if, if we can have two people like me, they can't separate my household Mm-hmm. Um, I could still worship and have church with my household now, and, and t- technology is so amazing. The Marco Polo, all right. So Paul and I have been using this Marco Polo, and Paul Ingren lives in, uh, lives two hours away. Yeah, around Indy. Uh, so like we're not anywhere close to each other, but every day we've been getting in the Word together and studying together. Um, there's so much good technology out there that 
we don't have to forsake the assembly of the brethren. We may not be able to be there physically, but we still don't have to. We, I mean, look at the technology of what we're doing with this podcast right now. Right. And this is just us speaking. We could use the same technology to actually, like, we had church church meetings and stuff like that, like actual like conference meetings uh, through Over Zoom. Zoom. Oh, through Zoom. And so um, I get it. I get the frustration. I really do. I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated that they're, you know, people like SoCal are saying this, but is it, is it better? Like I get it. They say, Oh, you can't worship God at all. Like ever. Like that's, that's my breaking point. That's asking me to sin. No, God has the higher authority, but, uh, not going to a building for me. And this is just for me. I'm not, I'm not saying this is truth or this is everybody's truth. I'm saying for me, that does not ask me to break a commandment of God because I still have other avenues. Now, if they, they silenced me, said you can't speak about Jesus, you can't proclaim the holy name of God. We're you, shutting you, down all live stream channels yeah, you have to worship. You have to worship Trump or worship Obama or worship Biden or worship whoever you want to put in, in that authority figure over us. Um, then, yes, I would say I'm going to stand against that. Right. I'm going to stand against that and not because... I'm a patriot, which I am, um, but because it goes against the higher authority, and there's that—that's the thing that uh, we have to remember. There isn't a there's a rank, all right. So we all have our our marching orders, and God is the God is the top rank. He's the the five star general right. is what he is. But big guy up top, right? He's the big guy up top. Not the big man upstairs. That's weird. That's another one we should have concluded in last week's episode. <laughs> right. The big guy upstairs. No, that's no, just no. Yeah. He's the guy on top. Yep. Highest authority. Yep. And if you think about it in that aspect, um, you also have to think about that sometimes uh, governing authorities may be, out of, may be out of line, but may not be out of line. What if God's using them to teach the church something? What if he's not? Right, because you see in the Old Testament that, and it says like God used different people, like 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 Babylon. Yeah, He used terrible people to bring about His perfect means. Well, he, or perfect to, to bring about discipline on His people for right. disobedience. Right, that's what it was. I mean, we're going to call a spade a spade. <laughs> that's that's exactly what it was. the The children of Israel, children of God, the chosen people disobeyed in such a way and left God and, and went off worshiping idols and stuff like that, that he said, okay, it's time for a spanking. That's how we li- I like to put it today. It's time for a spanking because they're his children. A holy whooping. It's going to be a, it's going to be a couple hundred year holy whooping. Goodness. You guys are going to be killed and then enslaved and beaten while you're enslaved. And you're just all sorts of other horrible things that are going to happen to the children. And so, um, I do I am I saying that that's what's going on now? No, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying you can't count that out. Uh, that sometimes God allows the government to come in and correct His children. Mm-hmm. That's one of the means that He does it. There's other things too, but for something like this, um, it has not gotten to the point for for me, other than being super frustrating. Yes, I get it. I understand the frustration of every Christian out there right now. The masks are are something else. Uh, they're annoying to me. You know, I, I go see a chiropractor a couple times a week, and uh, you know, we I just had to start this week wearing the mask, and it's very annoying, very very annoying. Right. 
Um, but, uh, I still have to obey that authority that God has placed over my life right now. They're not asking me to forsake God. So, and I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to find the video cause you know, I'm, since we're processing this, I feel like I'm trying to read content as, as it pops up in our head right. is, you know, I'm reading through cause John MacArthur wrote a secondary issue or follow-up where he defended his belief. He says, uh, MacArthur is, uh, the church is protesting lies, deception for the sake of the truth. So he's basically saying that this is a a bunch of baloney, and we're gonna def- we're gonna we're gonna rebel against it. And you know, and there's even Jeff Durbin from Apologia Studios who had this conversation, and he said that um, social nodding or whatever you want to call it, like you just because it's socially fine, social nodding is actually a, like he he almost said it was a sin. Whereas the fact of if these are lies and all these different things and we're just bowing to it, are are we actually not using our sound mind and logic? And because God says worship him with his mind too. Because if we just go along with and I'm not comparing this to anyone, just so so you know, but you know, some people have actually compared this to when Hitler started doing things and people right. just started Show me following your suit. Right. Well, no, no, people just started following suit for things. Right. And but people are asking for America, is this leading to a bigger problem, a bigger situation of government control and all these different things? And it's like, can we separate what it means to be an American versus what it means to be a Christian? And that's that's kind of my question that I was you know, about ready to ask. And that's the big thing. It's it's And I'm wrestling with this. We've man. we've taken our Christian walks as Americans and our patriotism. And they are so intermingled that we're having a hard time seeing really what God would have us do. Right. And I don't I don't see anywhere in the New Testament where the church took up arms against a government, even even with Nero. You know, you know, Nero persecuted the Jews and stuff like that. And so the New Testament church was part of that. Right. Um but we're not taking up arms. We're, uh, well, we're living in this thing that they created for right, us. Right, but I, again, I right. That's what I'm saying, though. I don't see the church throughout history, other than uh, the Middle Ages, which that's a whole other topic that I don't agree with of, right. of the oh. Crusades. But nope, um, bad you, history. You don't see a, the church taking up arms against the government. The church, it's the church itself, uh, the true church, the the followers of the way. Uh, I don't see it. I don't see it through our church fathers, early church history. Um, I just, I, I don't see it. So, and so to me, it's, and, I'm trying and, to separate um, being Amer- an American because it's hard. Right. Like, but you, can we separate the two? Like when it comes to like immigration and refugees, as a Christian, I say, yes, obey your government authorities. But as a Christian, for love my brother, if I meet someone who's illegal, I'm not going to turn him in. Well, then, see, here's the... That's the question, you know? The, that, this is where it gets a little hairy. This is where it gets hairy. Because turning them in, they've done something illegal, right? Right. To the world standards. Right. So something illegal was done to the standards, so they disobeyed the authority in their life. Right. Right. So they, they, they started the act of disobedience. So do you disobey and defy the government, which is an act of disobedience? Or do you talk with them about what a Christian's or, responsibility is? Or... Or do you talk to them and say, listen, this is, if they're a Christian, this is, this is, you're, you're in disobedience against God by doing this. This is illegal. You're in disobedience. You really need to either turn yourself in or go back to your, figure out a way to get back to where you're at and have God use you there. 
And that's, that's not a great thing to think about because a lot of these people come from horrible situations, but it's still civil disobedience. When you disobey a law that is not a sinful law, it's disobedience to God. You're disobeying the direct authority. Um, so do you help and abate in somebody sin? And then that, that's you sinning as well. Or do you try to, as we're supposed to, correct a brother in love right. and in grace? Not necessarily turn them in. I'm not saying like, oh, I got an illegal right here. I'm turning them right. in. I'm not saying that. I'm saying go to that. If you know that brother is a brother. Right, or minister and, to them. Right. Then then you have a responsibility to tell them what they're doing is wrong. And this is where I'm, I'm trying to figure things out. Again, going back to America versus not. Like when you go to other countries like England or, heck, even Canada, our... America was born out of rebellion. Right. We have rebellion in our bones. <laughs> yeah. Like 100%. Right. You see, and that's just it. Like, I, I listen to a podcast out of England, and they're not talking about the the rights and wrong. They're just like, how this is what our government told us, so how do we serve in this in, in this in, in, in this climate? That's what I'm looking for. How do we serve our people, their pastors, their teachers, their authors? Like, how do we serve our people in this climate when the government says we can't meet, all right, let's be creative and let's figure this out versus right. America where it's like, eh, no, we're going to, because America, giving them the spiritual middle finger kind of thing. Basically. Cause in America we have the ability to, and if you're not, I know we have, we have listeners not in America. So, right, right. you know, that we're speaking for us is America has the ability to change laws, policies, and procedures, even if we disagree with them. So if we just, and I, I'm not saying we are, I'm just, processing right but if we bow down to everything versus ask why is that actually not being a good steward of the freedoms that we have been given like in terms of okay like like with this covid thing um, like america has the right to vote their opinion and politicians have their do all these different things to vote politician and yes and, but not to change laws at the whim right that is not we and we we're established and all have agreed. And if you don't like it, uh, then I guess as an American, get out to the polling station this fall and, and vote for somebody you think that it can do better. But in my opinion, we haven't had anybody better that to vote for. We're voting for the better of two evils. Right. And we have been for the past hundred years or so. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's just true. It's gotten worse and worse and worse. I, there's not, and people are disagreeing with me. I, I've had brothers and sisters in Christ go, Obama was the best president. I've had brothers and sisters in Christ go, Reagan was the best president. And I'm saying none of them really bowed down and obeyed God. So I don't consider any of them. They're, they're just an evil. And it's just, they were the better of the evils maybe in that time period, but maybe they weren't. I mean, who really knows, but I mean, some presidents were, were believers, though. Every every president has claimed to be a believer, but we're some actual believers. We don't know. We're not there on the day to day. No. But you, but you, I think you of put, like you could yeah. put a facade on, right? I could put a facade on. I could put a facade that, um, you know, whatever you want to believe. I don't. Right. I don't care. Well, pick, I'm just thinking like like not George not George W. Bush, but I say that like George like Senior. But George Senior, like you know, he was a member at the same church down in Texas for his entire life up until he died. Yeah. So, and he was a faithful, I'm not saying there, I'm not saying that there wasn't actual right. Christians. I'm so, just saying I don't, we I just don't, don't really say know. We don't want to call our presence evil. No, I'm not. It's, but it's a worldly construct. It's a worldly con. It's look, it all started. Here's how it all started. Israel wanted a King. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's how it starts. 
We wanted, they wanted a king. They didn't want the prophets anymore. They wanted a king. And they demanded a king, so God gave them a king. And ever since then, <laughs> kings, being men of God, have still been evil. And, and it's because they're corruptible. Mm-hmm. Rather than following God, they can be corrupted. And in our country, and, and again, I'm a, I'm a patriot to the hilt, but in our country, it's not just about the president. Right. It's about everybody in Congress, everybody in the Senate, and they all the judicial uh, areas, state levels, local levels. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff. So to say everybody's a Christian all at the same time, don't kid yourself. And I don't mean to make this a political thing, but don't kid yourself. I, I get out and I vote every every election. Right. Uh, that's my civic duty. That's part of our duty as Christians is to participate in the place that God has placed us, but also to submit in the authority. And I think Christians in America, a lot of the time have issues with authority other than if it's not God, I have an issue with it. If it's not my pastor. And even if it is my pastor, I still have, a, I have an issue with it. I mean, I don't listen, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's an authoritative right. issue. Right. We buck against it. We always, and we, we and were born an, out of it. Right. We were born out of rebellion. Right. And, and, you know, they thought they were the, the founding fathers thought they were doing the right thing. Hey, they may have, I wasn't there. I don't know. I can read about it, but to say that all of history has been recorded accurately and passed down through generations, it's hard to really say, yes, it has. Right. Um, and to know every detail that went on behind the scenes of right. everything. I mean, I'm thankful I, for where heck I Heck yeah, I am. I, I am. Oh man, I'm so thankful that God put me here because you, you, we hear about our brothers and sisters in other countries and how, what the horrible things they're going through. Um, man, we are so blessed. And yeah, yet we, we are easy. we are like the spoiled kids, man. And we act like it too. We throw the temper tantrums. I don't want to wear my mask. It's not. It's in my constitutional right. I don't have to. You can't tell me what to do. Like I think of my my two-and-a-half-year-old, how when she gets mad, she stomps and goes, no, I said no. Like temper tantrum. Just like, at two-and-a-half. And, like, like I run, feel run, like. Run that by me again, kid. I, I feel like a lot of us are doing that right now, including myself. I'm sitting here going, it's stupid to wear a mask. And I'm stomping my foot and be like, I don't want to wear a mask. And it's like, it doesn't matter. They're not asking me to go against God. They're not asking me to renounce God. They're not asking me to worship some a false idol. They're saying, hey. Put on a freaking li- mask. Put on a mask when you're out in public. Hey, try to limit the contact because if you truly loved your brother, you wouldn't want them to get sick. So try to limit and try to keep a, keep a distance between yourself. Right. And, you know, do I think this COVID thing is real? I've, I've had mixed thoughts throughout the whole thing. I mean, it's at some obviously points, real because at some know po- people who have it. Right. At some points, it's like, is this thing as deadly as they say it is or is it not? Because I've seen both sides. I've seen it's severely deadly. And then I've seen that the survivability rate is 99.99%. And it's right. There's more deaths in a seasonal flu than there has been in this. And so it's like all this conflicting information, but and then there's even like, I saw somewhere like a South Africa or maybe not South Africa, but a, a, an African country, they just swabbed a bunch of random things like a goat, a fruit, a tree, all these and different all, things, put fake names on them, sent it to an actual test. And center, it all tested. It's all positive. tested positive. So you right. hear stuff like this, you hear other things. I'm not saying COVID is not real. I know right. people who have almost lost their life because of it right. and people who've had to live. Well, we, we know somebody who's had, who had to work on the COVID unit, Paul Ingram. Paul Ingram. And, and so he was seen a it firsthand hand. witness and he says it's real. He says it's horrible. It and, is horrible. And, I, and we're not saying it's not right. But what a lot of people are saying is, is we have, and I, I'm, 
I'm not saying I'm agreeing with one side or the other. I'm just saying what this side says. So, um, but it's the fact of, um, we have never responded to anything like this before in the past. So why responding to this in this way now is media creating a false narrative. Supposedly there's a cure. So we don't need a vaccine to stop it because there's a cure. So is this just one big ploy? And this is where a lot of conspiracy theorists will go is and the question is, is a conspiracy is, Years ago, Bill Gates had that massive TED talk where he's like, um, we are over the threshold for the earth to be okay. We actually need this many people to die to be okay. Right. And then all right. of a sudden COVID hits and then now they're pushing for a vaccine. And Well, that's been the whole push of, and of, now of, of abortion clinics though too. Right. Is to keep us from overpopulating the the earth. Right. Yeah. Plant, Planned Parenthood. That's is what it's not all about. A good thing. No, it's not, and that's exactly what it's about. It's selective breeding. And if we want to talk about what Planned Parenthood actually for, and now Black Lives Matter is hand in hand with Planned Parenthood, when in reality it was kind of like one was trying to literally eradicate get, eradicate. Yeah. You know the 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 Black Americans right. that are beautiful. I mean, I mean. All people are beautiful. Well, it Black lives are beautiful. It, they want to get rid of them because they thought they were a lesser class. It wasn't that just them. It, 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 okay. was, it was the Jewish people and also, I Everybody. mean, every, it, yeah, she, the, the lady who came up with it was basically a Nazi. She was awful. Yeah, the, the way she thought in the very beginning and when she first proposed all this stuff was horrible. Right. Absolutely horrible. So a lot of these people who are conspiracy theorists are saying all these various different things and now child abductions can go up because everybody's masked and does the mask actually do anything why are we having all these things are we bowing down to a lie of a bigger ploy and do we have the right as an american to speak up and i think that's where christians are having a hard time understanding i'm not talking about the radical right wing the radical left wing i'm talking about people like average day us who are in the middle going i want to love my brother like for me it's the fact of do i do I wear my mask in my own house? No, I don't wear a mask in my own house. Do right. I wear a mask when we're podcasting? No, I mean, I think we actually social distancing right now. Eh, we're close. Close enough. But, um, <laughs> but so, but you know, it's, it's a real life for people who have almost lost their loved ones because of it. So right. it's like, I don't want to just virtue signal, but if this will help slow this disease down, yeah, dude, sign me up. Well, and that's my thing. We know... We know it's real. We don't know the extent of the damage right. that it can actually do. But because we don't know and we are commanded to love our brother, we should take the precautions that are being suggested, not because we have to or because we're being you know, oppressed or anything like this, but because we love our fellow brother and we don't know. I mean, I, it cracks me up. It cracks me up how uh, I think about when Trump, the Mueller report was going on, and everybody... Everybody, both sides of the aisle, Christian, non-Christian, they were lawyers. They were experts in the field of being a lawyer and experts on the law. Right. And then COVID hits, and everybody's an expert doctor, and they're experts on all medical things. Right. And then Black Lives Matter hits, and everybody's an expert on that. On social issues. And and then now we're back to COVID, and everybody's an expert on it again. And it's like, that's America for you. Right. We're always an expert because we think that we have data at the end of our fingertips, and that we can type anything into Google, and it gives us an answer. Well, if you truly believe, I mean, we joke around about it, but a lot of people actually do believe just about everything they read on the internet, and a lot of it's not true. A lot of it's made up. So, But at what um, point, but what is made up, and if people, and I'm, Again, I'm just coming from the other side. Is right. what if the CDC is taking money to fabricate all these things? I mean, what if? What uh, you know? what I'm saying. I mean, I have my opinions on it. Who are, who are we to question the authority that God has placed over us? Americans. Americans. 
That's that's who we are. We're Americans, and we don't. Nobody tells us what to do. So before I give my opinion, because yeah, we obviously we've already learned Fuller's. I, um, hey, I'm just fleshing it out. I love it. I mean, we're we're, we're I'm, I'm just I, fleshing I'm trying it out. to figure this I, out. I'm thinking through this because my opinion walking into this was, uh, was more of, yeah, I'll wear it because they say to wear it, but. As I think through it more, there is a reason why I need to wear it. There is an authority that is over me that is telling me to obey the authority over me right, <laughs> that, right. they, that he has placed over me. And until they ask me to uh, to go against the Lord, I'm to obey him. I can tell you, it probably was not the most joyous of time for Rackshack and Benny, Benny or Daniel or any of the that other time people. of the furnace probably sucked. Huh? Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, no, but I'm saying like. There's probably a lot of stuff that the, they had to do or that wasn't normal to their custom back then that, um, I mean, they weren't making sacrifices in the temple because there was no temple. How do you think that made them feel? But they still were in subjection to the authority that was over them to right. the point where the only time they'd stop was when they were told to bow down and worship. Then they're like, nope, sorry, we can't. We'll do everything else, but we can't do that. We can't. We cannot sin. And we cannot go against God. So let me ask you your opinion then, okay? Um, and and this is why I'm scared to talk about it because I feel like no matter what I say, Karen's going to be mad. Dang it, Karen! Always Karen. Uh, and I'm sure I'm sure we're going to get a lot of flack for this. And one. I don't. And that's the thing that's like. But I, we got to. No flesh matter it out. what side of the equation you're on, someone's going to get ticked off and mad, and right. then scream and kick. And I'm such a dang people pleaser that I hate myself sometimes for it. I'm working on it, guys. I'm working on it. But so let's say someone. Uh, Joe Schmo, I don't know why. It's, why is it always Joe? Poor Joe. It's always Poor Joe. Joe. People have been making fun of Josh's a lot on social media. So Josh, let's say Josh disagrees and says, you know what? Load of crap. What should this person do when they disagree with what the government says? And as speaking as Americans, we have the ability to speak our voice because oh, yeah. every we have we have the freedom of speech right. and the freedom of press and freedom of religion which is MacArthur's argument of we had the freedom of religion you are civil authority we're a church authority so stay in your lane right there's a separation if of church someone and state. disagrees what should they do should they basically for lack of a better word give a middle finger to everybody and then just put on a mask that says you know I've seen masks that cuss people out over this stuff and I'm like I don't want my kid reading that but what should we? What should someone do if they disagree? I mean, time to get time to get stoned here, here's, on RTC. This might be the last episode we ever do. No, here's my. I told you I was giving you my opinion. On yeah, it. I'm not telling people that this is absolute truth and this is what they need to believe, but this is what I see as truth. And if you're questioning, I strongly occur, encourage you to go and study the scriptures for yourself. And if you can't trust God enough to protect you and to to give you the knowledge and really let you know when when they're out of line, and, and if you're well-versed in the Scripture, then you should know when, when they're asking you to sin, which this is not. And you should know when you should obey and when you should rebel, which in my opinion, from what I've the Scriptures I've read, this is a time we should obey. Not only because of the authority figure that's asking us to, but also because we're supposed to be loving our brother, the second commandment. Right. And protecting it, our brothers is part of that. And protecting our community is part of that. And that's what they're asking us to do. They're trying to 
because I, I think they know what this is, but I think they don't know what this is. If you right. get what I mean? But it's scary because if we do everything, are we going to, I mean, I mean we've I, already wrecked a lot of our economy. But, but and, that's my thing. Like, and I'm a single this, parent. If this wasn't this. a real thing, if this was just a power grab, Trump has, President Trump has worked so hard to get this economy here in America um, at a state to where it was the best economy that has really ever been. Mm-hmm. And unemployment down at the record lows. So why would he tank it all? Answer me that. Answer me that, America. Riddle why why would he why would he purposely tank America? I mean you would you would think that uh as a president he's got um a lot of knowledge of what's really going on, a lot more than what we do as as simple folk, as yeah. laymen. And you would think with a strong economy and a and a low unemployment number that he was setting himself up for a reelection really easy. And now with this, he's going to struggle and it'll be it'll be interesting to see if he actually wins this election or not. So why would you think he would make something like this up? Right. And I think we need to be vocal about things that we that 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 matter. Um, I mean, this is just talking about COVID. Right. This, but with COVID, but I'm thinking like um, child uh, sex slavery. Yeah. Like it's a legitimate question of how come not a single person, not single, but how come everyone went nuts over all these other social issues, but then this issue comes up and it's silent. Like, there's silence. There's hardly anything. Right. That's uh, 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 a legitimate question. But at the same time, it's like, okay, I think sometimes we put American before Christian. And as Americans, here's the deal, though, is who put the authorities ahead of us? God. God put the authorities ahead of us. We're right. called to listen and subject ourselves to our governing authorities unless right. they tell us to what? Sin. Sin. Now, people will argue, like John MacArthur and a lot of other church people that I know either at our own church or other churches all across Michigan and all across the world where they're like, the government can't tell us to stop meeting or have these different breakups. Now I'm, I get kind of upset when Walmart can say, but mom and pop shops can't, that's a different issue. But, um, it's more the fact of specifically, I'm thinking church Christian, how we supposed to, we're supposed to live in mind. We have all these conspiracy theories, which could be real, could be not. I, right. I'm not saying that they're right or wrong. Right. I'm not, an, I'm not an expert, so I'm not going to go there. You like that one? I do. So, um, but at the end of the day, do I have faith enough in God I, I'm going to get on my little horse here. Do you have faith enough to in God that as long as you follow him, he's going to figure things out? Mm. Do you think God is too small that he needs you to be openly defiant? Right. And here's the other question, too. How many Christians are hurting the name of Jesus right now? How many Christians, because of this, stuff, oh, well, I'm standing up for, for American rights and this and this and this. Okay, well, how... If your kingdom over everything, if you're supposed to seek first the kingdom of God and all these things should be added unto you, should you be more focused on loving the person right in front of you and building that bridge? And if you're being openly defiant, could you actually ruin the name of Jesus for well, everybody in the sake of American and, rights? And that's what I'm thinking about with John MacArthur, with the whole spiritual middle finger he's given up is, what is that doing for the kingdom? What is that doing? Because we're being selfish Christians because we can't, we can't worship God unless we're in a building surrounded by hundreds or thousands of people because we can't do these things that we want to do. We're going to say, basically, screw you. We're defying you, which is actually defiance of God. 
<laughs> no wonder why I think the church is, why we're waiting for Jesus to come back. The church ain't ready. Mm-hmm. We're not ready. I want to be a Uriah. That's who I want to be. You remember Uriah, right? U- Uriah the Hittite? The, the uh, Bathsheba's husband. Oh, that's what I thought. So I'm like, why, why are we going to the... Ba- Bath- the- Bathsheba's husband. All right. So David had a conspiracy, a government conspiracy, right? That he wanted Bathsheba. And, and what did it up. And-, and what did Uriah do? He came home and would not even sleep. He did everything that was right. He continued to obey his king. Yes, he didn't know that his king was trying to steal his wife. And his king was sending him out to his death. But you know what? His, he obeyed his king. Regardless, whether he knew the truth or not, he obeyed his king. David never asked him to sin. Exactly. And we're not being asked to sin in this COVID thing. None of us Christians throughout the world are being, well, that's not true. I won't say throughout the world. Because there's the Christians in Africa and India who says either become Muslim or you don't get COVID relief. Right, exactly. And that, I mean, at that point, hey, I'm not taking COVID. You think a mask is persecution over that? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Or, okay, you can't have your hydrochloroquine. We're outlawing that as as the FDC, which that's what they're saying there because it's dangerous or whatever they're saying now but uh yeah we're dealing with a little bit of that and have to wear some masks in public and maybe not being able to meet in a physical building but we have all this technology we can still have our freedom of religion and yet we're complaining and we're not wearing the mask i can tell you this the christians over there and those countries that are getting that they're still wearing the masks they're still obeying the government they're just saying i'm not turning in muslim sorry i'm sticking with my faith i'm sticking with jesus but they're not they're not doing the things that we're doing over here. They're not up, you know, standing up and rebelling against the authority that God has placed over them. So And here's my thought too with the gathering of the saints for the Christians is when we say we need to get together now, I'm not I love the fact that people are coming back to church and as long as they feel comfortable and our church sanctuary has been set up for social distancing, I think it's going to take a big mental toll on the kids at school to be six feet apart and can't talk to anybody. Like, I think we're going to see a really bad mental, uh, mental health issues. Um, just with knowing kids psychologies, but, um, with this whole church thing, if Christians stopped focusing on being served, um, a friend of mine calls it spiritual constipation because all you do is get you pour, 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 and never let out. So you just build up and boom, 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 boom. Right. We have so many Christians who just want to sit and be spoon fed. Right. And they want to, and, and we go to church and if the pastor's not preaching, people ain't growing. And, but you know, when except was, for the pastor, most of the time is just preaching a, a very basic watered down gospel or the fact of our pastors fighting I'm not saying they are, but our pastors fighting for the gathering, regathering of the church for their own pride's sake, too. Right. And well, let me ask you this: Can a pastor preach to a camera and kind of like what we're doing now, and still teach and people tune in and watch it? Yeah. So what's I mean? I mean, now if, that's, I will if say, that's what they're worried about, then that can still be done. We're doing it right I now. I will say it's so hard to minister to people when it's only on phone calls, and if people because we haven't able to do funerals or weddings, I, or and I get and that that's it's hard. It's frustrating. It is hard. It is very it's hard, hard, man. It's very hard, and it's very sad. And we've had we've had that in our own church, and it is hard. I mean, um, Pastor Scott had to wait three months for a memorial service for B. Right. Mom. I know. Two I months. know. Uh, three. Two or three months. It's still a long time, It was. Time, it man. was very sad. And, you know, it, it stinks, but um, we can further the kingdom more by being obedient. And it's not obedient to the, to the government. It's being obedient to God. And I guess that's the way we need to look at it. 
just like when we do work, we do it not for our glory or for our company's glory, but for the glory of God. We need to do the same thing with this whole thing. We don't obey the government for our glory or for the government's glory. We do it for the glory of God Mm -hmm. and for the furtherance of the kingdom. So that's my final thought, man. And I'm still chewing on a lot of this. I I struggle and I wrestle because I don't think it's a black or white issue. Everyone's, everyone wants to make a black and white issue, and I feel like over the last, all quarantine has done, I think it is has a, made us draw battle lines in the ground even harder. You know what it's made me do? It's made me study more. <laughs> and it's, and I think there is a, a black and white. It is a black and white issue. It's obey God. Right now, when COVID first came out, I was like, I'm not wearing a mask because. Whatever. Well, they but weren't. As it they weren't. Requ- on, they weren't requiring it. Right. And so I wasn't either. I'll be bold enough to say I was. Was I wrong? I mean, I don't know. History will tell. But right. I had to put it this way. I I had to humble myself and go. You know what? And this is where. And this is where the American site. And I I already hear it. I hear the people in my ears where it's like I'm teaching my kid to obey the government authorities and to say, Hey, Elliot, I don't like this, but this is what we're told to do. It's nothing wrong. We don't. He actually thinks his dinosaur mask is pretty dope. Like he he actually asked to wear it because he's like, this is so cool. That's my kids. They got Disney masks, so they're so, all. So um, Evie has one, but it's too big for her face. It's kind of cute. It just goes boop, falls off. Um, but I don't put one on her because of just her age. But um, but you know, I want to teach him to do that. But then I hear the thought, we yeah, got celery back celery's here chilling eating. back here. He's, <laughs> he's getting eating. some dinner. He's getting his late like, night snack. Up, he's getting his cereal. Sorry. <laughs> Um, Anyways, but you know, but then I hear those voices in the backwards, like, "Well, Mark, what if the government is wrong and you're bowing down to the higher power at B?" And it's like, okay, so as Christians, though, but what am I bowing down to? Right? Are you are you hurting uh, your witness? Are you not following God? And and this is the part where it, I have, uh, I know people who get very passionate about these things on both sides of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And the question is, is are we so focused on? being Americans that we forget what it even means to be a Christian. Right. And here's the question too, then are we, do we hold to the constitution more than we hold on to the Bible? Right. That's a good point. And that's not to say we shouldn't hold to the constitution because we have a, as Americans, we are supposed to hold our government authorities as a, no, you're, this is your job. You're not doing it. Okay, well, then you're out next term. Well, exactly. Like, that's we, our we, role we as have, Americans. Right, we have that right. And that's and why I have vote. that role. Someone, exactly. someone wants to ask me, they're like, well, as a Christian, do you vote? I'm like, yeah, because, you know, with you, great power comes great responsibility. See, that's in the Bible but somewhere. But see, yeah, but, right. but so many Christians go, well, his kingdom is not of this world, so why would I vote? Exactly. And it's but like, who much see, is given, much is So fired, I don't want to hear you complaining about the government if you're not out there voting because... We have been placed in this country, and we have a role to play in this country, and part of that role is voting for those who will help the country, and it'll keep allowing us to be able to further the gospel. That is, that's the purpose yeah. of, our, of our role here. So I guess my final thought is, unless the government says, and this is what MacArthur's saying, MacArthur's saying, stay in your lane, I'm keeping the government in check, and you're telling us not to worship and all these different things, I'm like, okay. But he's not telling them not to worship, he's just saying, hey, you can't worship together in such large gatherings because we want to try to contain this thing right my personal we're opinion, trying to keep people as safe as possible as much as oh man the gears are grinding it's so hard because i mean my final this, this I mean, it's not a final thought i feel like the conversation is just starting is the fact of i know people what people say I have the most right-winged friends imaginable about wearing I'm one of them. No, you're not. <laughs> you're more middle than some of these people. And, you know, 
the government asking us to wear a mask is not telling you to give up your Christianity. Right. And the government telling us to, we're trying to not gather. They didn't just say churches can't gather. They said, no, we're shutting the whole world down, basically. It wasn't, I mean, when... When they're shutting down the most profitable sporting they're not things at, in the world, yeah, they're, they're not, shutting down the NBA. They're hurting. I mean, they're not they're, asking us for anything that they're not asking out of everybody else. And as Americans, we have the ability to have these digital platforms and still commit. Right. And for churches who are like, no, 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 we need to gather. I'm like, okay, have you taught your people well enough to bring their own forks and spoons to their own Bible reading? Right. Have you made a community enough where they're not so focused, so needy on the Sunday morning that they can have what we, like you and I have, and right. what you, me, and Janiel have, and other other strong believers that we like we we get to talk to? Now, I get the ability to. I, I was at church every single week, so I still had got to see other Christians when people have been quarantined and by themselves. Right. But as Christians, this is our time to step up to reach out to those who are lonely, right? And to 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 come alongside other brothers and sisters in ways that we always wanted to. And grace is messy, and people are messy. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, whether or not the conspiracy theories are true, they may be. I think some are, but we won't know. We won't know. But what does God tell us to do? God says, "Is the you know, God says, have faith in me." Go, go back. Look and, at Job. He says, where were you when I created this? Right. Do you not believe I'm big enough and powerful enough to to handle this? Right. And you read it right there in Romans. It, Romans 13. It flat out lays it out. And here's the funny thing is it says, you know, that first part of that passage is all talking about our responsibility to the state. But then you know what our primary duty is? That scripture right after that? Right. It's love. Right. Romans 13 and 1 Corinthians 13. You can be completely right and be an annoying gong if you don't have love in it. Right. And, you know, right right after we talk about government authorities, it says don't owe anyone anything, money, except love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The commandments, do not commit adultery, don't murder, don't steal, don't covet. And any other commandment can be summed up in this, love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, this is the fulfillment of love. So if you want to love your neighbor... Give them their distance. In my opinion, wear a stinking mask. Just yeah, I and mean, I know it's a bold statement, and with uh, with a lot of p- friends that I have. Yeah, and it's I mean, same here. I I, I so totally I, get I wear. I hate it. I don't want to wear and, it, but and, and I for, do. And for those Christians that are like getting all tight and tense right now, I would say, go study the scriptures. If if you think we're wrong, study the scriptures. Find the scriptures and reach out to us. I, I will gladly answer questions i will gladly take rebuke if we're wrong but i don't see scripturally i don't see that we're wrong i I see that this is by obeying the authority that god has put over us and in this instance we are loving our brothers Mm -hmm. by trying to protect them if this thing is real because we don't know again they're conspiracies well what's a conspiracy well it's a thought about what we think is going on and i'm not saying don't research and don't think about it yeah go ahead go for it do what you do, but but remember n- to research the Bible first. And the Bible even says, you know, because people ask Jesus, and Jesus is like, okay, give me the coin. Whose face is on the coin? Right. Give to Caesar what is Caesar's, and give unto God what is God's. Right. Jesus never once said, because Jesus right there could have said, screw the government. Right. But he didn't. There's many times he could have said Sorry. that, but he never did. But he, oh. he put himself in subjection to the government. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. 
And he was the higher authority. No, I mean, he was crucified because he claimed that club. I mean, he said he was king of the Jews, but, which is a rebel. But, okay, Roman, Rome was in authority during that time, right? Right. So he allowed himself to be taken to Pontius Pilate for sentencing. He didn't have to. Now he did because he already knew it was coming and he already knew why he was doing it. But if but, Jesus submitted, we could submit. We can submit. <laughs> but anyways, I'm anyways. tense, bro. I'm tense. I I feel like I need a back massage. But since we can't get back massages on the podcast, we're gonna do something different instead. I love it. <laughs> that lap. That's the one right there. That laugh makes everything better. It does. Do you have a fun fact? Because we need one, buddy. I to, feel to, very stressed. To right roll now. us out of this intense Whew. conversation, which has gone on way longer than we even assumed it would. That's because we're processing it. We are. Uh, let's run into a fun fact here. So the fun fact of the day. And Mark, I don't even know this one, man. Mark, did you know the first potato chip flavor was cheese and onion? Wait, 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 wait. What? It was cheese and onion. But then why does Lay say the original is just original? Like, it's just some potatoes. Just hold on. I'll, I'll That's, I'm not the, okay with this. The, the, yeah, but it's the first flavor. Okay. okay. The first flavor That's was valid. cheese and onion. So before Cool Ranch, barbecue, or sour cream and onion, there was cheese and onion, invented in 1954 by a fellow named Joe Spud Murphy. No that way. Was his name was Spud. Oh, about that. My, that was his real name. That'd be awesome. <laughs> the flavor... The flavored potato chip was a novelty at the time when you could pretty much get your chips salted and that was it. So that's the original, just salted. Gotcha. So uh, his seasoning of the chips would pave the way for all that we love about the junk food from that day forward. And as you can see, I love my junk food. <laughs> so and we love coffee and tea and, and all everything the good else. Things, so. All the good things. Well, guys... Um, I'm scared to say this now after we had this conversation, but we want to know your thoughts. Yeah, let's hear your thoughts. You know, Facebook, DM us, shoot us a text, uh, shoot us an email. All the stuff is in the the show notes, and it's very accessible. Uh, hopefully, by this point, the website will be launched. If not, I apologize. We'll be getting there soon. It's, it's a lot harder than what you think. Um, but let's continue the conversation offline. You want to know more? You want to chit-chat, Facebook? Instagram, Real Talk Christian Podcast. Text us at 574-400-5352. Yep. Make sure you listen to Spotify, Google, and if you listen on Apple iTunes, please leave us a review because that is the best way for us to get into iTunes and ears. And if you're watching us on YouTube because the video actually worked this week, you guys are awesome. We love you guys too. You're also part of the RTC family. But until next time, take it easy.